1: twenty dollars a month that's less than half the price of verizon at&t or t-mobile go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today that's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50 percent off your first month switch to pure talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck Sexton show podcast Welcome in Monday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton show I appreciate all of you hanging out with us we roll through another week if you are alive and listening to us right now congratulations you have survived Joe Biden's winter of death because we are now into the spring and you have managed to survive congratulations to all of you the winter of death did not get you a uh, lot to dive into during the course of today's program. Ketanji Brown Jackson Supreme Court Judiciary Committee hearing. We do not believe there's going to be very much drama there. It would be stunning, I think, at this point if she were not going to be confirmed to replace Justice Breyer. Want to wish Clarence Thomas well. He is in the hospital right now, recovering from an uh, an illness, I believe, flu-like symptoms. Uh, and uh, obviously we want him to get back to fighting spirit uh, as there are a lot of big decisions that are going to be made this spring running into the summer in the Supreme Court. Uh, you got Dr. Fauci emerging from his subterranean banker to tell you that you might have to put masks on again. Uh, we've got a transgender swimming controversy that continues to grow. ESPN paused programming to attack Florida's don't-say-gay bill. Inflation hurts those earning $300,000 or less the most. Go figure. Thank you, Bloomberg News, for that. Kids don't need the COVID vaccine, according to the Wall Street Journal. So many different things out there. The latest on Ukraine. We're going to be joined by Miranda Devine, who wrote The Laptop from Hell about the Hunter Biden story, and that is where I want to go in just a moment. But also at 2.30, the Babylon B, great satire site They are currently locked out of their social media accounts because of comments about that transgender swimmer. But, Buck, I'm still so fired up over this Hunter Biden laptop story because there are just so many lies. To me, this is the essence of the unholy alliance between big tech and the Democratic Party and what they got away with in telling so many of us that this was a made-up story, that this was Russian disinformation. I just want to play this montage of media pundits on CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post. They all were in collusion together to try to prevent this story from becoming a legitimate point of debate during the course of the 2020 presidential election. Listen.
2: Biden's secret emails
1: A really fishy story. The Post
2: claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence.
0: Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence intelligence operation. For all we know, these emails are made up. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign.
2: Part of a Russian uh disinformation uh effort. Described by
1: many intelligence experts as having hallmarks all the hallmark hallmarks, rather. All the hallmarks of a Russian or Russian Russian
2: disinformation Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right wing media machine. It's one thing when you have Brian Stelter, like it's Russian disinformation. I've read, you know, you don't expect he doesn't know anything. It's amazing that this guy has even the whatever hundreds of people that watch every day who do. But but that's one thing, right? But when you have, as the New York Post rightly pointed out, and big hat tip to them for it, some of the the former directors of our intelligence agencies, some of whom. I mean, so some of the folks that are on that front page of the New York Post, I worked for. I, I know some of these people. They went either completely out of their minds or were willing accomplices in the lie to the apparatus. And this is how you know. None of them are embarrassed. There's no mea culpa. There's no, oh, I I probably shouldn't have gone along with Russian. I mean, you could say that about anything, Clay. I could sit here and say, you're not really Clay Travis. You are, you know, Igor Igorovich, who's actually a KGB spy. I can't prove I'm wrong. You know, they have amazing technology over there. The whole thing is completely insane. And yet here we are seeing that they come. They totally lied. They lied with the collusion of big tech to suppress. And the people who were on that front page of the New York Post cover last week, They feel like they did their part, that they lied for a bigger purpose is how they view it, which is what everybody should know about the apparatus. It's not about the truth. It's about power.
1: Well, and what's incredible about this is how there are no consequences yet. Now, uh, I want to play the reporter asking Jen Psaki about it as well. And then, Buck, I've got a theory about what might be going on here. And, And by the way, if you missed it the New York Times suddenly decided to acknowledge, and this story was buried on like the 20th page of the print edition, that all of the emails in the Hunter Biden laptop scandal were real. And Buck, did you spend time going through this? The idea from the get-go that this could have been Russian disinformation, there were so many photos and videos of Hunter Biden that it would have been impossible for anybody who actually spent Ten minutes looking at this act at, at any of the things that were on this laptop, it would have been impossible to forge this as Russian disinformation. A
2: few of my friends in the media clay had the mirror mirror image of this hard drive and were offering it out to other news organizations. Because re- let's be very clear: even when they talk about the the Facebook ads that were supposed to sway the election, as you've pointed out, many have done the analysis on this. I mean, that's like saying you're changing the temperature of the ocean by pouring, a, you know, a glass of hot water into it. I mean, it was a one hundred thousand dollars that were spent with billions and billions of dollars nothing. being spent. It's it's a joke. But even that you'd see there are misspellings. There are things, you know, the, the Russian disinformation actually looks like at some level it's being done by Russians. I mean, there's usually pretty clear when you have intimate photos of Hunter Biden. If you were faking those, it'd be pretty easy for one, Hunter Biden to come out and say these are faked. And two, you would see there would be telltale signs that this was, uh you know, altered imagery. They don't know what the interior of Hunter Biden's home or the hotel or motel or wherever he was staying looks like. It'd be so easy to disprove this. So what they did was create a false standard of unless you can guarantee me 100 percent that this is uh that there's no way this could have ever been faked, I'm going to act like it's fake, which is
1: insane. You could do that, like I said, with anything. And to me, the the way the New York Times coming out and writing this story, I expect for there to be significant, I really do, I expect for there to be significant charges coming against oh, Hunter
2: Oh, man, Biden. we might have to have, wait, significant
1: charges He's coming ca- against who? Against Hunter Biden like I think that they are going to be when when you look no way gentlemen's bet I want some barbecue out of this Travis uh, we I will don't bet we will bet a uh, I, I think that Durham is going to have the goods now I don't know exactly what those charges are going to be against Biden's son you yes. think there'll be charges I mean that would be yes that would be contra
2: everything we have seen stretching back to James Comey who straight up bailed Hillary Clinton out from taking a criminal plea which she should have had to do over the emails uh, everything that we've seen from, uh, Comey holding the memos and then being, they were classified, but they weren't. You, you think that they're gonna, this Department I think of Justice is willing I think to bring a single criminal charge against, charges against.
1: I think so. I think so. And I think that's why the, the, the thing about why, why would the New York Times suddenly decide? So just take a step back. let let's, this is maybe me going down into the wormhole of, uh, of media. The New York Times has spent 17 or 18 months, Buck, basically pretending that the Hunter Biden laptop doesn't exist and that it's not significant. And by the way, let me play the audio of uh, of Jen Psaki. Uh, uh, well, we'll play the audio later in the show, but let me ask you this. So go into the wormhole with me, if it were. Why would the New York Times, Buck? Suddenly decide after 17 months, 18 months of the Hunter Biden laptop story, it isn't real, it's Russian disinformation, there's nothing to it. Yeah. Why would they suddenly decide to write an article? Now they did write the article see- saying Hunter Biden had paid okay. off his million dollars in debt. So,
2: so I think I think your your analysis here is moving in the right direction, or just the conclusion that I I would be uh differing with, or again, I don't know, you don't know, and I you know, there might be There might be some fancy pork ribs from my friends uh, in Nashville that I'm feasting on as a result of this. Uh, Let me say this. The headline. Remember, we pulled the laptop is true stories out of a piece that was I'm we should pull up the headline to read it again uh, just so we have it. But the Hunter Biden New York Times story was meant to be. As boring and sort of anodyne, not a big deal as it possibly. Here you And go. actually I,
1: even favorable because it, it said he paid off his million dollars in debt.
2: So here you go. Hunter Biden paid tax bill, but broad federal investigation continues. To me, that's not, that's not, oh, they're, they're finally coming clean and lining this up for charges against Hunter Biden. To me, that is nothing to see here. No big deal. Everybody makes well, the mistake. Just it a little at all? issue with the tax man. Why cover it at all? Oh, because they're not the only news outlet. So they have to. So by covering it, they set the They go first. They set the narrative. They set the talking points for CNN and everybody else. Right. Because so. So now to your point, Clay, were there others is the New York Post, Wall Street Journal. Were they about to break something on this or working on pieces on this federal investigation? That would have been. Think about what the title could be. President's son is an influence peddling federal tax dodging disaster, right? I mean, there's so many ways you could have gone. Hunter Biden paid tax bill is the first thing to do here. They're acting as the Biden regime lawyers through the pages of The New York Times. And I think so in a sense, Clay, to speak your language, it's like this was part of discovery. They had to handle it. They had to hand it over. So they're trying to give it the most positive spin possible. That's how I see it. I mean, obviously, so my thought
1: here, my ahead. thought here is Hunter Biden's team knows that they're in trouble and they are going to favorable media outlets to try to color the coverage in a favorable way. Right. This headline, to your point, the headline is, oh, holy crap. The New York Times is finally acknowledging that the Hunter Biden laptop is real, which everybody out here knew. That was our headline, functional brand.
2: Not the New York Times headline, no, no, Right.
1: but but that's our headline pulling out of it but implicitly in that article they are acknowledging it and they're trying to curry favor even in that article buck it says that when you pay your bill that's owed to for tax issues it doesn't take away from the fact that you committed tax fraud it just helps your defense in the event that charges are brought to me this is hunter biden's team going to the new york times and saying hey we want to try to control this narrative things are not going well for us the fact that he paid the million dollar tax bill and by the way where did the money come from probably <laughs> illicit funds in some way maybe it was the art gallery sales who knows but i do believe that there are going to be charges brought against hunter biden i will i will wager you a fine steak dinner that there will be charges brought against hunter biden uh all right
2: you you've got to, you've got to bet my friend because here's how i see it who will now will there be The possibility of charges will there be some Remember the Comey speech that which was bizarre, by the way, he wasn't the attorney general. He was the FBI director, Hillary Clinton. One thing I do know about are the are the protocols for handling of classified information because the CIA terrifies the crap out of you when you when you work there about if you mess up on this, we're going to lock you in the deepest, darkest hole ever. You'll never see your family again, unless apparently you're Hillary Clinton, in which case the rules no longer apply like that was, you know, she was State Department, but it's still classified. Comey came forward and said, well, yeah, technically there's a violation of law here, but. So the way I see this playing out, clearly Hunter Biden is a, is a legal He's got and got ethical catastrophe yes. in many ways. Yeah. And the media is covered for him as much as they count up to this point. But what what prosecutorial authority at the federal government is going to bring charges against the president's son on this kind of stuff? I mean, who's going to be? The AUSA or the U.S. Attorney, more obviously, it'd be U.S. Attorney level or even Attorney General level, where they say, "Yeah, we're bringing." You think you think there's a world in which this Attorney General says we're bringing charges against Hunter Biden because
1: well, that's what I would think, have to happen. I think I think the Durham uh, probe is going to uncover clear evidence of crime. But they can
2: only refer; they don't bring the charge, But, lay,
1: right? but they lay it out. They lay it out, and I think, yes, I think it's going to be impossible. Now, the timing is on this is also interesting, right? Because it's taken forever. You, now, you're Kobe's calling a shot, that. by the
2: way, not even the upper deck here. You're calling like out of the stadium, the ball. I'm not saying a he's gonna car. get
1: convicted. I'm not saying that there's not gonna be some sort of plea agreement down the line. Uh, but to me the timing becomes interesting here too, Buck. Because do you want these charges coming out before the midterms? Uh if so You need to do it soon, like the report. You need the report out sooner rather than later. And then on top of that, to me, you also, if you don't get them out sooner rather than later, maybe you wait till after the midterms. I I think this is such a big story that I believe – is going to get bigger and bigger. That's my theory. I'm actually curious what Miranda Devine thinks, because she's written about this laptop more than anybody uh, with the New York Post. Does she think, is she going to buy into my argument there's going to be charges brought? Uh, our second president, by the way, John Adams, voracious writer and reader, lawyer as well, and he knew how much words matter. In 1775, as our nation was being established, he wrote, liberty once lost is lost forever. When the people once surrender their share in the legislature and their right of defending the limitations upon the government and of resisting every encroachment upon them, they can never regain it. Little did he imagine his words would be referred to nearly 250 years later, but they're still relevant to this very day. Our nation faces unprecedented challenges from election integrity and censorship, from vaccine passports and mask mandates to border security. The liberal response to adversity is always to strike down individual liberty and implement more government. One organization doesn't see it that way. That's AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC has worked tirelessly to push back against the left, and we can tell AMAC will remain steadfast through the midterms and beyond. Stand with AMAC by joining today at amac.us/freedom that's a m a c . u s freedom join amac today
2: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver I just don't understand
1: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts You can look to precious
2: metals for various reasons
1: up to a hundred dollars download the prize picks app use promo code clay that's c-l-a-y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars pick more pick less it's that easy
2: there's
0: nothing to any of that nothing to any of that it's all a smear every major outfit every serious investigator has pointed out that this is a smear there's overwhelming evidence that, from the intelligence community, that the Russians are engaged. I mean, look, this is, my son's an honorable man. Every one of the major people who worked for Trump
2: during impeachment went under oath, and under oath said Biden did his job. No law was for Biden, this Biden, did his job. Hunter Biden broke no laws. That was right before, right before the election in 2020, just so everyone knows. That was then-candidate Joe Biden. And I think it's important for us to just say it because it's the truth. There's a lot of things these days you can't say even though they're true. Here's the thing that's the truth, Clay. Joe Biden's a liar. Yeah, all the talk about him being a cuddly old grandpa,
1: he's a liar. A big old liar. Totally. And so are a lot of media. I mean, that, this to me, the, the story that Joe Biden would lie to protect his drug-addicted, uh, I believe, felonious behaving son does not surprise me. The fact that the media would all carry water and allow this entire argument to exist. We played all the media that agreed with this allegation being a falsehood. I'm more disgusted by the media than I am with Biden. I mean, I'm not surprised. Are you? I mean, parents lie on behalf of their their idiot kids all the time. No, I'm not saying that Biden
2: shouldn't have lied on behalf of his idiot kid. It's that the rest of the country should have been told the truth by the media, and it was obvious that he was lying.
1: That's what's infuriating here, is the media allowed his lie to be accepted as truth. So did all these former Intel senior yeah, that's professionals. that's even worse. And, and, and from, your, from my perspective, I mean, you know better than me, that feels even worse yeah. than the media do.
2: They, they betrayed their country, but they think they did it a big favor. We'll get back in a second here with more. The Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since 2001, when our nation suffered our worst ever terror attacks on U.S. soil. They focus their efforts to helping families that have lost loved ones in the pursuit of defending our freedoms. Families of first responders and soldiers are their focus. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnelta to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring the family stability. Tunnelta to Towers is building mortgage free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnelta to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, those who put their lives on the line for this country, need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnels Towers on its mission to do good. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. T2T.org.
1: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling through the Monday edition. And Buck, you know that I've been arguing for a long time. That the sports media is even more biased than the political media, which coming out of this Hunter Biden discussion that we're having, this one is even crazier to think about. So ESPN is not covering the transgender swimmer story, which happened all this week and through the weekend. A six foot four man, Will Thomas, decided to become a woman and change his name to Leah Thomas and won the 500 uh, swim competition over every other woman in college athletics. ESPN buck just pretended this story basically didn't exist because they don't know how to cover it because it threatens the very essence of women's sports. What they did cover, they had the women's NCAA tournament on, and they decided that they were going to take a stand against the don't say gay bill, even though the bill in Florida that we talked about doesn't actually say gay in any way, this occurred on ESPN. They had a moment of protest. I want you to listen to this. This is nothing to do with the world of sports at all, Buck. This is a next-level crazy move by ESPN which has gone full-on woke insanity, MS ESPN. Listen to this.
2: Legislation happening in Florida and across other states as well that are targeting our LGBTQI plus communities. Many of our colleagues here at ESPN have planned and organized a walkout that will be happening at 3 p.m. Eastern today. And to be honest with you, we thought we were going to come here today and really celebrate a sport that has meant so much and done so much, including for so many in the LGBTQIA plus communities. But we understand the gravity of this legislation and also how it is affecting so many families across this country. And because of that, our allyship is going to take a front seat. And with that, we're going to pause in solidarity.
0: Okay. okay, okay. uh, Think about how crazy that is. I mean, like, I can
1: see your face as you're listening. This is ESPN. This is a sports network. That was not some, uh, you know, like uh, somebody's Instagram post on, if you're watching the women's college basketball tournament on ESPN, that's what you suddenly heard. And then they pause programming.
2: First of all, did, did she, did she say LGBTQ?
1: I pl- yeah, what's the eye? What's the eye? I? I? I, I thought you might know. I, I was, I thought you might know. Is I'm it indigenous here, is it, people? Are it, they a part of the crew now? Or well, what is was it, it? Is it
2: indigenous? No, no. Intersex, I think, is probably what it is. Oh.
1: But, what does intersex even mean? I don't know what that
2: um, means. That means. That was, there was a previous term that would have been used for that, where you have both, by the way,
1: I could be wrong, that's a guess, so if anyone don't,
2: no one yell at me, I'm I'm guessing what the acronym
1: addition is. This is when you have two different, like, bodies that like you're.
2: Yes. There was a previous term. Now that term, by the way, which we had all learned, which begins with an, an H, is uh is considered i don't even know
1: if i knew that term. you're
2: not allowed to use that term now it's considered now it's called intersex but that is actually for the biological reality of gender that of of what would be a, a percentage a,
1: chance occurs where you might be born both male mo- and female there is there
2: biology. is sort of a by gender situation usually it's more one than the other but that's not what uh the transgender debate is actually about so just to be clear intersex is usually uh kept into a separate category anyway i think that's what the i is Put that, But even just still, I'm sitting here I'm like ESPN introducing me to a, a new extension of the acronym. Plus, doesn't the plus cover the I? Like, isn't the whole point of the LGBTQ plus that as How they add more, more letters, can we, can we just get? say the plus? I can
1: barely keep up now, you but, know, but it's, imagine it's, you're sitting down because and by the way, the funny thing about this is it was during uh, the South Carolina women's game. And I'm not making this up, Buck. They were up 44 to four on the howard women's team the one versus the 16 seed uh so the moment of silence really should have been for howard's women's basketball team but imagine you're sitting down to watch this with your kids and then suddenly this anchor comes on talking about the don't say gay bill and pauses programming
2: this has a like a almost like a soviet feel where you you're watching sports and all of a sudden they're just going to break in and give you some kind of political propaganda messaging in the middle of it it's bizarre um, but uh, you know, from what you you always tell me this, because you come from a, a sports world background that it's more woke than political political media. And I think about this, who who? In the who in the sports media will say that it, in the sports media, a lot of people, you know, we have friends, you know, at uh, Fox and the, and the Daily Wire and the Blaze and all over who agree with us that the trans athlete comp- competition thing is is just flatly absurd, insane and wrong. Another thing about that, I like that the woman who was who didn't make it uh, to the NCAA finals came out and said, Leah Thomas yes. stole my spot because that is That's the right. truth. Leah Thomas stole her spot. This should never have happened. But uh, in the sports media, you would think there would be some voices. It's like,
1: outkick. It's outkick. And that's it. So, I mean, nobody else will even cut buck. What think about Barstool? stool?
2: They don't even they don't even get on the
1: bar stool like they are so afraid because of the controversy that they've gotten in the past that they try and steer clear of almost all political related issues. So they really won't but cover this. Th-
2: th- this is a litmus test, because if you are not even a conservative, if you are a rationalist, Yes, And you cover sports and you see this happening. I didn't know. Leah. It makes sense when you see the photos. Leah Thomas is six foot four. Yeah. The the women, the actual women, Leah Thomas is swimming against. What? Maybe they're five, five, ten, five, eight, you know, maybe whatever. But I mean, it's so it is the visual manifestation of the absurdity that we are all told not only to accept to celebrate which is always the next step. It starts with be nice, let's be inclusive. And then it's just treat everybody like, uh, you know, put put everybody in the same category. And then it's, no, we have to elevate and you have to bend the knee and accept this and and, and
1: get excited about it. What's interesting here to me, Buck, is this is such an extension, right? Because initially you could that there was at least a tacit connection between the world of sports and politics, right? That was the fig leaf they would use. LeBron James says, I'm not going to go to the White House because Donald Trump is there to celebrate winning a championship. Oh, will Tom Brady be there or not at the White House to celebrate with his Patriot teammates? Or is he going to stay away? What did Giselle say to him? That was sort of the nexus that would allow them to cover left-wing politics buck that was just a sports center anchor coming out on a by the way local florida bill that really will not impact hardly anyone it for those who don't forgotten It's kindergarten to third grade. They're not going to allow sex to be taught in public schools for kindergartners through third graders. There's no sports connection to it at all. One way
2: that you know that this is what if we just made it? I mean, if I were and Ron DeSantis has gone on offense, as he should, about what is actually called the parental rights. I believe the parental rights and education bill in Florida and people don't even realize they, the the activists were so aggressive in renaming the bill and getting the media to do their bidding. I think very few people still even know it's the Parental Rights in Education bill. But there's a hysteria on the left not only about the LGBTQI plus agenda as it plays out here, but also <laughs> yeah. they know that Parental Rights in Education is a huge vulnerability for them going into the midterms. They know that this they got their clocks cleaned in Virginia on the left because. What, what what did uh what did our, our new governor Yunkin or their new governor Yunkin do he just said parents should have rights and he actually followed through on that as soon as he came into office uh clay I think that as people learn more about this they'll realize how crazy the left is but beyond that what if we just made it kindergartners what if the bill just said you know what until the first grade you can't is that a problem and then you start to say okay we're only talking about up until third grade which is You know, these are really young, really young kids, gender identity and sexuality training in the school system for kids who are six, seven, eight years old. As as I said before, I mean, I'm pretty sure some days I woke up when I was six and I said, I'm a hippopotamus. Right. And I didn't expect anybody to, you know, take me on a special trip to the zoo. Like people when they're little kids are very impressionable. They don't you know, they they have parents that need to guard them for a reason. You have kids. Yes. There's a reason why you don't let your six year old make all the determinations about their day to day lives.
1: Yeah, as my wife has said for a long time, I mean, in response to all these stories, no parent lets their six-year-old pick all their meals. Because if we did, they would eat candy exclusively because they're six and they like the taste of candy, right? So this is just craziness, and this buck significantly has nothing at all to do with sports. And ESPN, by the way, refusing all comment on this story at all to both Outkick, to Fox News, to everybody. Uh, I want to tell you, happy customers write online reviews much more than ever before. Pure Talk, the company so many of you are now using for your cell phone service, gets their fair share of online reviews. One of them came from Doug living in Indiana. He's a radio listener just like you guys, and he has this to say. I finally made the change to Pure Talk after hearing it advertised on the radio. It's cut my phone bill in half Customer service, very helpful and friendly. I've recommended them to my friends. What I value most is paying for service I need and not for the things I don't want and not paying for woke agenda items. You can and should make the switch as well. Just like Doug, move away from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile and only pay for the service you need and want unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just $30 a month from your cell phone. Dial pound 250, say pure talk, You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Dow pound 250, say Pure Talk. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time,
0: 833-995-GOLD. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled?
2: We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com.
1: If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts. From thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel.
2: GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX.
1: Visit govx.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
2: Welcome back to the Clay and Buck show. Thanks for rolling with us thus far. We got a lot to talk to you about coming up for the second hour. Where is this fight in Ukraine heading right now and what do not just Americans but what do Canadians think should be done by their government there interesting interesting correlation between vaccine status and interventionism in a poll out of uh, out of Canada that I want to talk to you about as well as updates on what's going on on the ground over there but first we have right now a Supreme Court nominee hearing underway the Senate Judiciary Committee is doing the usual uh, questioning and and, the the process of confirmation is underway here for Katanji Brown Jackson. And look, Clay and I, I think, and, you know, he'll correct me if I'm uh, misstating this at all, but expect that she will get confirmed. And I, I think she'll get a few Republican votes for her confirmation. Clay, something could change in the next few days, but. I'd be shocked if she was not confirmed. And what's fascinating is that the left, the same left wing in the media that I will never forgive or forget what they tried to do and did to Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. Of course, they they were unsuccessful in stopping him, but they were successful in just putting him through a ritualized humiliation based on obvious and insane lies. Um, Here is Ellie Mistal, I believe, of The Washington Post journalist, Saying that, Josh, well, here, I'll let Mr. Miss Stahl say it.
1: Let's be very clear. What Josh Hawley is doing when he tries to do this is he's
2: trying to get her killed. He is trying to get violence done against a
1: Supreme Court nominee. And we know this because when these people go off making their ridiculous claims about child pornography, we know that some of their people show up
2: violently to do stuff. Clay, just real quick, Mistal is with The Nation magazine, so left-wing commie stuff, even more so than The Washington Post. Uh, but notice that they tried, meaning the left and the Democrat Party, and and Kamala Harris herself on the Senate Judiciary Committee, they went along with lies about a good man being a serial gang rapist in high school based upon lunatics coming forward. And there were many of them, not just one or two, coming forward to claim that he, that he had raped them when, when he was in high school. Obvious lies. And now when you're looking at a Supreme Court nominee and people are talking about her actual judicial record, it might as well be violence. And as he says, you're, Josh Hawley is calling for violence. They're just these people are nuts. I, the left is
1: insane. I don't know how to say it more clearly. Well, this is the same guy who said the Constitution was crap, I think, recently on The View. So uh, the idea that Senator Hawley, who's been on this show uh, a, several times, is, is in any way encouraging violence against any Supreme Court nominee is, of course, utter ridiculousness. Uh, Senator Hawley was a Supreme Court clerk, so he knows better than most what goes on inside the Supreme Court, but also that every single nominee for the Supreme Court, given the fact that it's a lifelong nomination, there should be a robust discussion about the background of every nominee. But... And this is I'm I'm uh, this is where I was super fired up like you were during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings that doesn't mean that every nincompoop with zero supporting evidence just gets to come out and say oh insert justice here raped me and we're supposed to all believe that it instantaneously has credibility even when there's no corroborating evidence whatsoever and that was what happened with Kavanaugh now There was no real, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they started to ramp up some Amy Coney Barrett attacks. I think the polling was so bad, they knew they might lose suburban women. That was the genius of getting that nomination done when they did it. Uh, But I think Ketanji Brown-Jackson is going to be relatively muted. And I think for this reason, Buck, because the more Republicans fight on this, The more Joe Biden can argue this is some kind of massive victory when you know they've got the votes to get her through, even if all Republicans were united, Kamala Harris breaks the breaks the 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 tie and puts her on the Supreme Court. So there's no point in fighting a battle that you know you're going to lose aggressively because you give the opportunity to declare victory to your opponent.
2: And there's no point in interrupting your enemy when he's making a mistake, and the Democrats are making. Endless mistakes apart from separate from this Supreme Court nomination situation right now. And so why give them the opportunity? Look, they should ask questions. And I know there's this she is uh, she has been in the past as a judge, you know, not as severe on on cases involving child sexual uh, exploitation. That should. This is why the Senate has a confirmation process. They can ask about the explain. Is that true? What did you do? You know, I'd have to look more into her background, but. Separately, just on the on the politics of this, um, what you see is there's no real gain for Republicans, because here's the here's the key difference. If you did derail the Kenton, Kentonji Brown Jackson nomination, the Democrats would replace her. And by the way, that's not going to happen. But even if they did, they'd replace her with another left wing activist who will deliver for the left on the court. One hundred percent. You know, there's this is with Republicans. It was if we shatter Brett Kavanaugh as a human being, maybe we'll get a Merrick Garland type moderate or centrist because Republicans have no backbone. And then we'll actually get a lot of decisions that we want from the bench. Right. So this is why it's different, because our side does cave. We go, oh, we should respect the institution with a moderate. The left is like, I want a a hardcore leftist who will judicial who, who will legislate from the bench.
1: Well, what's a little bit ridiculous about this is it, And look, Katanji Brown Jackson, barring some insane blockbuster revelation in the Judiciary Committee hearings, is going to be on the Supreme Court. But because Biden painted himself into a corner, there actually aren't even that many nominees to consider who are black women who are in a position to be put on the Supreme Court. Right. I mean, basically, Biden interviewed three or four total So unlike if Brett Kavanaugh had got pulled, when you go back to that full list that Donald Trump had put out, when Biden says, I'm only putting a black woman on the Supreme Court, he's automatically eliminating, what, 94% of the overall United States population from even being considered.
2: So we think she's going to get through. We'll continue to follow it, but I'm not going to deep dive into it because I think we're right on this one. Um, Ukraine, a no-fly zone, and how many shots people get for covid How are these things in any way related? We will explain that coming up.
1: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth.
2: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts.